Ladies and gentlemen, to the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. I am your moderator, B. Jones, and I got my man BJ in the corner. You're on mute. Sorry about that. I had a cough real quick. Sorry about that. What's going on? All good, baby. To chop this gun. Protection <laughs> <laughs> is necessary. Faison, what's happening, brother? Uh, all good. Got a good story to share today. Um, so right now, I feel like Lizzo. For the good as hell. <laughs> you're blowing everybody's speakers right now, brother. <laughs> oh, is that loud? I, I'm trying. People, I'm, I apologize. You DJ for anyone man. in the mix. Hit it. I'm trying my hardest. I'm trying. Right, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Pressure dot. What's going on, baby? Another beautiful day in Zamunda. No complaints over here, man. We just coasted. We coasting, man. We're going to coast all the way to that fresh ovation. Uh, we got the, the the gratitude challenge, man. What you grateful for today? Um, today's gratefulness, I believe, was involved in. Is he really that grateful? I know, That's right? Then <laughs> I was trying to be specific on what because I had Ryan challenge me because I had missed yesterday, but early this morning when I woke up, I went ahead and posted. Um, but then Ryan got on me talking about something. I needed to do something fresh that was new today. And so as soon as I got out the gym, and that's what it was, as soon as I got out the gym, I went ahead and posted that I was grateful that my gray hair game is weak, that I don't have no gray hair. <laughs> the ones that I did have, I'd actually plucked out. And, and um, contrary to popular belief, the ones that I, I plucked out, I haven't seen them jokers since. So, you know, knock on wood. Out here, we live, we fresh away the gratitude challenge 2020. We'll talk more about it later. Swing that back, <laughs> Coach K. We on you, man. What's going on in your world? Nothing, man. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, even with a headache, you to laugh. I appreciate that. Girl, you. Thank you for the laugh. There it is. There it is. Well, welcome, man. Happy all y'all are here. Joining us on this very, uh, very good Tuesday evening. Um, I want to throw it out there, man. I want to get you guys' take on what's going on in the world right now. Uh, and just seeing how it's impacting y'all, because, you know, we had the, the bombings just occurred not too long ago in Baghdad, uh, right outside of Baghdad. <laughs> uh, then, you know, we uh, have, a, I guess, assassinated the, uh, the general down in Iran. So I really want to get you guys feeling as a uh, where we are in this period in time because it seems that war is becoming more and more imminent or uh, it, it, it's seeming more and more of an, an option or going to happen um, and I was just having a conversation you know with my family on you know how we feel about you know the situation being so close to DC1 um, the impact that the the killing of this general in Iran has had over there and how we want to you know protect our family like we even have a conversation uh, and I think we had this conversation maybe a couple of years ago when Trump got in the office about leaving but it just seems that it's coming to a head um, a lot more quickly uh, so I want to get you guys thoughts and see where y'all are at uh, in this point, particular point in time um, two great uh, well one was a good meme the other was um, 
something interesting I saw that occurred. So the good meme was uh, pretty much showing Trump is ruling the country like Suge Knight ruled death row, where it's, it's crazy to watch and see these type of actions take place and how much of a, I'm going to do what I want to do in the, the weird dance that goes on that if you saw anybody else, um, AKA uh, Obama operate and move in any type of way close to what he's doing, this, this country would be in turmoil. Like it'd be crazy. Um, but then the second piece was that, I saw that Ludacris just had recently taken his family um, and they all have gotten citizenship in Ghana. Um, and it's something that I'm seeing a lot of, I've heard a lot of amazing things specifically about Ghana, um, but I'm seeing a lot of us making that migration, right? And, and taking that step of going somewhere else where in seeing that, the thought kind of, um, was more open in my mind and it was an interesting thing to think about of saying dag would I really transport myself um, to Africa you could do so if you started to um, like get your stuff together get your housing built I mean you your money can go a long way there um, just from now I'm not sure about Ghana because Ghana is obviously becoming a tourist tourist place to go um, over the last couple of years, especially now with the anniversary this year being everyone's going back to celebrate and enjoy there. Um, but other areas, Abuja and Lagos and Nigeria, uh, you can get a nice house built out and live there for a long time and find, find work. You can start a business there easily. Um, unfortunately, some parts are still corrupt, so you have to pay your way in, but um, it's doable for that. Yeah, I don't um, think my... my um I, look, I've been down here in South Florida forever. You know what I mean? In my adult life, I have not made a step of saying, yo, I'm about to to skip out of, out of this area. So it's more my thought process of, wow, not only moving away from Florida in America, like to think of, <laughs> I haven't even visited Africa yet. So um, to just think of my ability to adapt while I don't doubt it. I just, you know, just the, the spark of interest of a new culture and experience and also being, um, I know how I feel when I get the opportunity to go to DC, to go to Baltimore, to go to Atlanta and see um, people of color doing everything and the feeling that it gives me there. So I don't know how overwhelmed or what would happen in my body being in, in Africa. Like, it's just more of that type of thought process. And that's a lot to handle, man. You know what I'm saying? Just completely uprooting, right? Going to a foreign country or a seemingly foreign country. But I think that that thought process in itself, wanting to feel that and experience that, I think is a, would be a big driving factor. I've actually seen on TV, I think there's a, a show where they um, do show how you say like families is uprooting and going to Ghana and getting the citizenship and things of that nature. Um, for for us, it's it's not just like moving, you know, our immediate family though, because we have so many, you know, extended fam, so much extended family here. Um, getting there, you know, being able to stabilize, you know, where can you do that and do that most uh, expeditiously, you know, is really the call to question, you know, for us at this point. I mean, we have 
people in certain countries that we could probably call on to kind of set certain things up. But it's just hard, you know what I'm saying? Like trying to set up that infrastructure, especially all the way in Africa, I believe. It's a big different story when you're talking about one, uh, you know, one person as opposed to, yeah, all oh, really seven tough. of us, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Forget a family generate, like, yo, yeah, yeah. we well, you know, we got the mama and the papa and the faja mm-hmm. and the faja. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. That's right. But, it, but is it on the opposite spectrum of things? Is it is it okay to to be ignorant to all this is going on and just say, you know, like how as much as the war and if there is a war, hopefully God forbid there isn't, if there is a war, how it will affect you or how much time will it take to actually affect the average me? And think about that and as the ignorance of like, I, don't, I see on news, I see all this jibber jabber from different channels in the gym or you know, on YouTube, whatever. Um, but then think about like, okay, that's just more, it's a turn to entertainment versus actually a thought like years ago, there was a war, like you were preparing, bucking down your house and being fearful. Now I think I see it, with the ignorance, I see it more as just like entertainment to hear because you're always so far from it and you're never so close to the actual action. Or you become numb because of all the everything else going on that it's just like another story for us this week. Until there's another plane running into the side of the Pentagon. Exactly. I, mean, I feel like it's like Desert Island. Storm. Having been through Desert Storm and knowing it wasn't like Vietnam, you know what I mean? You hear the stories and they have the understanding of how it was to to be in America back then, that it's, while I am aware of it, I am not like feeling like, oh man, that means that, you know, my life is about to be altered some some drastic way because the, the same thing while Desert Storm was coming and arriving, it was, you know, a lot of talk and, and interest around it. But at the same time, I don't feel that I personally or, you know, many around me. And I mean, granted, I don't have many people in service uh, that I know and, and things of that nature, but still it, it hasn't uh, trickled down to me. However, I do know things like um, currently right now, the price of gold apparently is skyrocketing, which is directly impacted by the, the, um, what Trump has done. And so it's, there are already ramifications, but at the same time, like I'm not a gold wearing dude, so it, it doesn't impact me, but there are ways that, you know, it does wind up impacting. Whenever, whenever there was fear, you know, it's going to bet on commodities going up gold, things that, that can be traded across, across the world without worry. Yep. So precious metals always go up. And then when economy is doing great, those things drop like gold. <laughs> so like gold. Um, <laughs> drop like oh exactly the weight of gold is heavy the weight okay I, i'm with you you know what i'm saying right it's going straight to the bottom it's an anchor i got you so i just wanted to point out um one um ludicrous did not get citizenship in ghana he actually got um citizenship in gabon which is where his wife is from um and then they went over and hung out in um in ghana um two in all of our lifetime there has been very few times we have actually been at war. Um, so just think about it. We've been through Desert Shield, Desert Storm, uh, Kuwait. Iraqi freedom. Wait, so are you speaking of, Iraq, of war in America? Because typically we don't fight the wars here. It's always on whoever No, else. no, it's always someplace else. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Else. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iraq, Afghanistan. So for the greater part of our lives, we've been at war with somebody. Um, Prior to that, um, if you think about um, 
what was my man Oliver North um the Iran Contra affair yes you know this stuff goes back so we were messing around with um Manuel Noriega at some point uh, you know it's just always somebody out there making money off of somebody's war don't get me wrong mm-hmm. absolutely real uh, and unfortunately for the soldiers that have to go over there and fight um you know you you definitely feel for them and and, yep. and wish that they weren't in that situation um but they 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 took an oath and they signed up to defend and and to basically follow the orders of their superior officers so um you know our hearts go out to them and then prayers out for them because they're the ones that are on the front line that are actually experiencing whatever's actually really happening um don't get it twisted i don't believe that the media always gives us the true story mm-hmm. we get the version that they want to show us mm-hmm. um and i mean you've seen enough things and enough stuff has been questioned as to what the actual uh, motivation is behind going to war and, and what happens, but it, it's there. Um, as far as being able to pick up your family and go somewhere, I mean, really and truly, if it turns into a world war, you know, that's when it gets to be, if, if, if war is on our door front, you know, what are we going to do? I, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thought of the whole thought of picking up and leaving, I've, I've never even considered that. Um, the thing I have considered, because I remember it, it might have been beginning of Afghanistan and might, somewhere around that time, maybe a couple of years before, um, there was an article published about exactly what Brett was talking about. Like, to, like historically, we've never fought a foreign war here on U.S. soil, but the idea of it actually happening is probably greater today than almost than it has ever been, just because of technology. Um, the way that um, arms are, are being set up and, and could be fired from anywhere in the world and make it across the, across the entire um, globe. Um, but the main thing around for us that kind of scared me and made me realize was they had a map up in the U.S. And I just put it, tried to pull it up again. I can't find it right this second uh, about um, the most prime locations to be aware of in the United States. And one of the main things that caught my attention were the amount of nuclear power plants with reactors that are in the U.S. Um, as prime targets um, for potential targets. Um, and that was really scary because out in South Florida, there is one. Um, a lot of people don't notice or realize they're living near a nuclear power plant or a nuclear reactor. Um, but that part, there are 60 um, commercially operating nuclear power plants and 98 reactors in 30 U.S. states. Um, so that's the type of information locally that's like, okay, that's interesting to keep an eye on. Um, again, I've never thought about picking up and leaving the country. That has never even been a consideration, right? Um, all that to say that a sense of uh, uh, comfort in the U.S., People just need to be aware of what's going on, pay attention to what's going on. Um, and that's in the cover. We're, we're not as protected as a lot of people think we are, um, just because of the threat of, of things out there now that people are upset at the U.S. as a whole, right? And we talk about world war. Yeah, there are people that back, but look at the um, relations um, 
amongst nations today and the way things have been going under different leaderships across the world, not just here at home. Um, and we think of allies and enemies, um, the threat is real. So again, those troops, like you said, the troops, uh, heart and prayers go out to them right now because they're the ones right now that because of whatever <coughs> excuse me, action going on are going to be the first um, to feel the effects. Um, but what can we do? Support um, and, and just be ready to, to mobilize locally to help one another because if this show so happens, like it's going to affect everybody. Very true. Um, I actually saw another interesting i think it was an article but pretty much bill gates is adamant about saying that there is going to be within the next um decade a new like super disease that is going to have the potential to knock off at least 30 million people wow i'm not looking forward to that uh vj you're um 97 97 active or licensed to operate in the u.s and there's only three there's two in arizona two in california and one in wisconsin everything else is east mississippi wow so all that weight is on the east coast pretty much i never be um yeah, i, I never worry about uh, attacks in south florida what you, you say I just I need to know where that one in Wisconsin is. I'm 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 real close. <laughs> that sense of uh of comfort though, uh, I, that's the major motivation here, because you think about it and the the magnitude of the recent events. Um, I think that this country has been on such a decline over the last three and a half years that there is just it's like there's any there's an, an omen almost brewing um to to topple it and i think that we're just like a speeding bullet headed towards it um when you look at the amount of middle eastern influence that is already in this country i i, I think about i spent a lot of time thinking about okay how many splinter cells are possibly any and everywhere within the country. And we already know that a lot of those, uh, a lot of Middle Easterners immigrate, you know, they set up their businesses, they send a lot of money back home to help in whatever ways that they, they tend to help. Um, and when you look at the, the magnitude of the events that took place in, you know, that part of the world, it's not just the government that is being affected, it's the people. So when you have such a, a shattering of, um, I guess, co co collaboration in the U.S., you know what I'm saying? It's just split across the board. And then you couple that with a country like Iran, who is in the midst of some unsettledness with, between the people and the government that has gelled on the onset of this killing of their general, not only do you have the government and, and the coalition of folks over on the Middle Eastern backing each other, but you got the people pushing it now. Um, and if you, I don't know if any of you guys had an opportunity to listen to the interview uh, from the foreign minister of Iran that was on CNN, uh, but he spoke uh, very, uh, he spoke a lot of truth um, in that interview and, you know, the actions that our country has taken towards the Middle East. The one thing 
that I am trying to kind of piece together is who this general actually was and why he had a target on his back. I haven't uh, so gotten... They haven't released, so that the whole thing was that they say it was a there was an imminent threat to the U.S., but there's been no there's been no detailed release of what this right was. was, Not only that, that interview that you're talking about, I actually saw a piece of it where Buddy was um, very openly discussing the fact that hey, there will be repercussions. Um, we're not going to we're not going to discuss what those repercussions will be, but know when they are seen, we will take full responsibility for the repercussions that will happen. Uh, another so, so. piece that I noticed though too was that there seemed to be um, more of a feeling of Trump needs to die. I don't know if you guys heard about the bounty on him. They put an eighty million um, dollar bounty on his head. But really? that I, th- I feel like there's more of a um, feeling of it wasn't the people as it much as it was, people. you know, the the man. And so right. there's not as much focus on like, yeah, we're about to send over nuclear bombs to blow up, you know, a state. It's more like we are trying to figure out the the way that we can actually get to destroy some government yeah. stuff or directly get to him. Yeah. yeah and that's, I, I want to put that out there first. You know, it's not us. You know what I'm saying? That's Facts. This, this, these decisions. You know, it's a certain subset of people. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, BJ. So one of the one of the things I was looking up because we always we keep hearing about this general being killed. One thing I I didn't hear and this conversation sparked up the interest again. I just looked it up. Like so, we talked about um, the general being a target, and it, and that was a drone strike. If if people didn't know that. Um, the the thing was there were nine other people that were killed in that attack as well, and One it seemed like it was a motorcade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nine other passengers, not. nine other passengers were also killed, including the deputy chairman of Iraq's Popular Mobilization Forces, mm-hmm. and then another guy, I'm not going to butcher his name, um, who was a listed terrorist in Japan, U.S., and United Arab Emirates. Um, so there were other people involved uh, again, but again, right before we recorded right now, that's when I got the the news that like Iran just fired more than a dozen missiles at a near two U.S. Yeah, base, air base, right? Air bases in our in Iraq, um, and right now, forty five issued a statement that all is well. Um, we're we're doing we're surveying. It doesn't seem like many casualties. Um, I'll be addressing the nation in the morning. Um, just look at the way people handle stuff and respond to stuff. It's, it's like lack of empathy, lack of any type of feeling associated. It's like it's almost just like it, it's a game, and this is the move. I'm plot my next move, and I'll let oh, the people will worry about it later on. There's no type of. It's almost inhumane. The right. That, like, where, where's the connection, right? You, you would expect man. your leader, right, to address something, like get on national TV, get on say something. Like, I don't care if it's we're investigating what you're going to tweet something. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm done right now. Like, this is, this is like senseless to me. I just watched the um, 
the what was it on CNN or something? The like the remember the two thousands? They did one for like a couple different like decades or time periods where it's like they'll break down what was cool and interesting about that period with TV, movies, music, X Y Z. But they were talking about um, the uh, not only the war but also they were talking about Katrina and how Bush handled it, and then showing like how. He flew over first and didn't even stop or do anything or say anything. But it's that same type of feeling of just like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, what do you, like, where's your thought process at? And, and it shows how, like, what, how shocked are you over there? Like, what are you doing that you don't have nothing to say that that's, that's what your position is supposed to be about is to provide that comfort, especially in these times when it's like, yo, is it about to hit the fan? Is everything about to be over? You're supposed to cut it. It's smooth. Don't worry. We're, we're we under investigation. Things are going on. Things are in route. But to just be like, Twia, man, y'all be good. I'm about to go take a nap and uh, holla at Bologna, whatever the hell the name is. And, uh, you know, we'll be up in the morning. I'll hit you guys up. I'll talk back. <laughs> that is just, uh, it's a slap in the face, man. Did any of you guys see or have you, any of you guys watch um, late night uh, shows, NBC, CBS, ABC, and all of us talk about 2016, where he said that um, that Barack would go to war in November just to make sure he's reelected uh, for yeah. the next year? How pathetic it is. And it's just funny. I mean, I, I'm just tying it all in. I, obviously, there's two sides to every story. But that just it's just funny because it really is like, this is the beginning of election season, serious election and running. And now it's like, okay, let's just do this and get started. Exactly what he said, Barack. So. That is, yeah, it's wild. Man, what's even crazier is how much this presidency follows the storyline in House of Cards. I don't know if y'all, any of y'all watched that show. No, nah, I'm not a House of Cards. I, I watched it, but I haven't seen it after um, he was kicked off and the chick took over. Well, it got away from it then, but up until, you know, he died and everything, that the, the I think the two seasons before the final season, a lot of the same stuff that happened in that series is kind of what we see in how, as far as like the distractions and, you know, smoke and mirrors and things being created to create a sense of hysteria uh, amongst the masses to keep him, mm-hmm. you know, keep the president in office and maintain power and control. Like shit, shit, shit is that's crazy. all it's about. That's all it's about. That's what, but that's what them shows do is, is, is imitating life. Yeah, they well they bring the, the light to how corrupt you know our government is, right? It, it shows not only like how in all of these situations where you're just like, man, there's no way somebody like they will show you exactly drawn out step by step the crazy moves that like no, and exactly when this should have been what stopped it, this is how we went ahead and bypassed that. That it's it's crazy. Yeah, crazy. So we're going to go ahead and leave that there, ladies and gentlemen. We'll keep you updated or we'll follow the updates and keep this as a, a semi-running topic on the show. Um, I want to go around the room before I get to you in the fresh ovation, uh, fresh and art uh, for your arts corner. I want to talk about the first week of the year, baby. Uh, Coach K, you had some amazing things that you was talking about kicking off um, for the first week of the first, first, first part of the year. And we're about 10 days yeah. in dropping in this podcast, man. Yeah, and I ain't do none of it. So what the, <laughs> hell, what, what the hell is going on, bro? 
Help me help you. No, it's not, that's not true, Kay. You started to figure out the plan of action for monetarily what you're going to do for it here. So you have started part of your plan. Then you build, then you succeed. Yeah, did I, did I talk about that on the podcast? I don't even know if I talked about that on the podcast about, about the money thing. You did right? not, but it's a, it's a part of your building of the financial future. You're silently doing, right? <laughs> They're not, bro. That's a part of you being your best self. So monetarily, you're taking care of business. So what are we talking right. about? Um, as far as um, like the rebirth challenge and things like that, um, yeah, man, I, look, I'm, I'm like a lot of the people out there, a lot of the people that said they were going to do this and do that. We, 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 we 10 days in or almost 10 days in what's today? Seventh. Today's seventh. Um, we close to 10 days. Um, and, and having taken that first step. Right. Uh, but the, the good news is, is that I have been looking at stuff that needs to change and things that need to happen. Um, but I'm going to save it for my thing at the end. Cause if I say it now, then you're going to come to me and I ain't going to have nothing at the end. So yeah. <laughs> boom. Ladies and gentlemen, at only Carol on Facebook, man. Get in his uh, DMs, get on his uh, posts and everything, and challenge him to get that rebirth. <laughs> that look of getting to his DMs. everybody, <laughs> 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 yeah. man. It's going to be all above board. Yeah, yeah I'm uh, at only Carol on uh, Instagram. Um, on Facebook, you can find me at Carol Kadayo. That's C O D A L L O. And it's not C A R O L, that's K E R R O L. And that's where you can find me on uh, Facebook. If you just put in K-E-R-R-O-L, chances are I'm going to... I about to say, you got to be like one of the few that's going to come up, if not the only. I was so confused when uh, Jason told me I was moving. Uh, I said, how at my man Carol? I was so confused. So confused. But anyway, that's a story for another day. Fresh, I think we're going to go to you for the fresh ovation first this week, man. <clears throat> well, well, let me clear my throat. Um... <clears throat> this 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 one right here um was the highest uh liked affirmation i busted um as this new year has dropped off and so it goes a little something like this you a paper chaser you got your block on fire you remain in the g until the moment you expire <laughs> you know what it is you make nothing out of something. You handle your biz and don't be crying and suffering. I encourage you all to repeat this affirmation at least twice in the mirror before you leave your house. Um, definitely a very powerful one, especially to start the year off with, you know, um, all of us paper, cha paper chases, excuse me. So keep the block on fire. We out here, we fresh evaded, we motivated, we getting it. Let's go. Yo, the music started uh, in my head as soon as you said that first Classics, time. man. Classics. I appreciate that one. If you don't know, hey, yeah, you, you how know. old are you right now? Jesus. Exactly. I, I can tell you, you at least uh, 25 or less. And the reason I say that is because I was riding with two of my business partners, and they're around that age. And I don't know who, I can't remember who remade the song, but somebody remade uh, 400 Degrees, remade a song with the 400 Degrees beat. And it came on and I was jamming. And then this new newness, they just, 
Every single freaking song that's out there is a remake of something that was 90s or It's the same thing our parents were saying about our songs. Right? So like, exactly. Exactly. I can vividly remember when uh when Otis came out, Kanye and uh and Jay-Z. And I was listening to it in my grandma's house. And she was like, BJ. Y'all done messed up another one of our songs. Why, why they do Otis like that? <laughs> crazy, crazy. Uh, Faison, what you got this week, man? Um, this week, let's see. What what is what's happened this week? Two good things. So, uh, one official move is I got the official letter. So, with that official letter process, I guess the thought is that you. Reality comes when you're not expecting it to come, and are you ready for it? But at the same time, you can't take everyone else's thoughts to your own mindset. Now, let's dig deeper into that because everyone has a view or a picture of, yeah, everyone has a view or a picture of, um, a picture of what they want you to do and what you want you to see, but you have your own thought and process behind it, and just because Everyone else is telling you what they think you hear. Stay true to your focus and what you want. And if their picture fits in yours, add it to the collage. But keep your focus on what you want to do because you can be diverged very quickly and you can ruin the opportunity that you wait for someone else or living out their view of what you want us to do. So just stay, stay true to your path, see your end game, and explain why you've chosen your path. And just hold through that. And if you do that, you'll be as good as you can be. There it is. Shout out to Art and his crickets. Gucci. Man, let me take that, man. I have never heard something mimic. Everybody had that old school day bed with the black bars on the end of it. And, and if you would shake that joker, it would make that same sound <laughs> them crickets make. Yo, a great analogy there, sir. That leads right to you. Go ahead and take them over there, B. Right, right, right to me. So, <laughs> hey, we just talked about war and all this craziness is going on and what i and, and it's so fitting that brett asked me about all the things i said i was going to do and that's the thing that i don't want you all to forget don't pay attention to this external potentially fabricated uh war and lose sight of the war that you committed to for 2020 because I feel that there is a huge shift happening in the human conscience and the human psyche, and we're headed towards the next evolution of who we are and what we stand for. And all of a sudden now, this war happens, and that's going to distract you, and you're going to lose sight of what it is you said you were going to do. So refocus, be aware, but still be intentional about the things that you're doing. And one of the biggest things I want to tell you is you need to look at your environment because that's what's happening right now. They're trying to impose an environment on you, an environment of fear, an environment of um, insecurity. And you need to look and, and look at your environment, find the people around you that will continue to help you focus um, and to, to move without fear. 
um, because that fear will keep you in the same place that you were in in 2019, 2018, 2017. And if you want to move forward in 2020, you need to do a, a, an environment check, get people around you that will help you move in confidence and help you move in, in courageously um, to, to pursue and to obtain your goal. That's all I got, man. Y'all marinate on that. Mm. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, you can get this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, uh, Vimeo, YouTube, SoundCloud, everywhere else that podcasts are streaming each and every week. Uh, you can follow us at 13 Floor, please, on all social media, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, but that's it. Unless my man BJ want to drop some knowledge. Yo, I, I was, I was, <laughs> good Lord. I can't get that <laughs> Give him a um, second, give him a second. He was on um, case case parts on he says I man and it, it really went me back to I was trying to figure find an exact verse. Um something that I always heard and, and kind of knew, but I never actually wanted to make sure I quote it right. Um and it kind of fits to kind of wrap up everything here. Um it's um uh, from Habakkuk two. Um and it's many people where? say it different ways, but it Habakkuk two. Habakkuk two? Yeah. Okay. Um, write the vision, make it plain on tablets. You may have heard it. Write, make, write the vision, make it clear. Um, but write the vision, make it plain on tablets so he may run who reads it. For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Um, again, we talk about the vision 2020, whatever, whatever you're going to call it. Um, these distractions that are out there, everything that's going on. Again, these are the things that are affecting us day in and day out, and it affect, affects our families and finance and things like that. But having that faith, the, the whole scripture relies around faith, right? Um, and faith in pursuing things to the end. Um, those distractions are gonna come, whether it's whether it's worldly views, whether it's family views, financial um, interruption, whatever case may be, but you have to stay grounded. You have to keep faith that, uh, moving forward and making sure that, um, that it's clear. You, uh, we talk about all the time. Make it clear. Don't just be very precise with what you want, what you're going after, and just keep that vision in sight. And we're gonna make it through this, ladies and gentlemen. We got each other. We're gonna support each other. Make it through this. Um, yeah, that's it for me. Hey, Brett. Before you before you uh, wrap up, I got a one thing that I think I want to make sure and share with everyone since it's so early in the new year. Um, in another month or two. Most of us will be going through reviews, those who have jobs. You'll get your review, your you know, yearly review, you'll look back at 19 and you'll say, or maybe in April, and you'll say, what did I do? And what, what did I accomplish what with my goals when you do your reports? Uh, start thinking about 2021 now, meaning start to track every day you finish your work, or whatever you want to do. Um, take a second to write down what you accomplished today, what you finished so that when it comes time in 2021 for you to look back and say, what did I accomplish in 2020? You can look back at all those 365 notes and find the 20 things you can say, well, I did the best at or I was proud of and put that for yourself. One person is your entrepreneur, but if you're not an entrepreneur and you're working for someone else, you have that, that record of what you did. It's always hard to recap in your head. If you write it down, you'll have it for yourself. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. We are done here on the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. The 13th floor.
floor. The 13th 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 floor